Yo, what's poppin'? It's the Hyphen, and welcome back to another episode of the Dami Podcast. Today's special guest is an extremely talented singer. I've had the pleasure of watching her live. She has several songs out on Spotify already with a new project on the way. Incredible, beautiful voice. Today's special guest, Calista Del Toro. What's poppin', Calista? Hi. How you doing? I'm good, and you? Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I met you at an event, mm-hmm. uh, a community event. Yes. That had uh, Yessi Ortiz as the host, the MC of the show, of the event, and then you actually performed there. Yeah. You are managed by Yessi. Mm-hmm. So I heard your voice there. I met Yessi there, mm-hmm. and I didn't really get to meet you there, mm-hmm. um, but me and Yessi connected, and then uh, days later, she invited me to uh, your live show at The Mint in yeah. West Hollywood, I believe. Yeah. Um, which you killed it. Thank you had you. a live band. You... Uh, did some acoustic versions as well with your guitar. Yeah. And uh, how long have you been performing live? Well, I started off doing like talent shows and stuff for the city since I was like four. That was like my first wow. ever talent show. Four years old, you four were years performing. Old, yeah. I started because of my sister. Uh-huh. Like my dad used to put her, because she's six years older than me. So she was already like 10 at that time. Yeah. And so my dad was, you know, just um, having her try out a bunch of things, sports, music just putting her in a bunch of different things. And then she started doing guitar lessons and vocal lessons. And I guess I was just, this is what my parents say, I guess I was just jealous of the attention she was getting. <laughs> so then I was like, oh, I want to do the talent show too. And then so I practiced wait, wait, for two, that. So your sister was going to do the talent show? Yeah, my show? sister was, that. she was practicing for the talent show okay. for the city one. It was a Christmas one. So I went and I sang, um, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Yeah. And then, yeah, since then I've just, Loved singing, performing. And now you're 22. So I'm you've been singing for 18 years yeah. now. Did your... <laughs> that's a long time. Yeah, that's a long time. <laughs> yeah. Was your dad a singer? Was your family? No, or like, family. Or were they just trying things out just to keep you guys like active with different activities? Yeah, mostly just to keep us active. Um, I think it was just to... Like my parents have always been super supportive. So I think it was just my dad trying to help us figure out what we like. Yeah. Like what we like to do, just get us started on that. That's awesome. Um, yeah, because... Uh, yeah, he wasn't a singer. My parents aren't singers. They're not musicians at all. My dad actually um, was like a club promoter when he was younger. Oh, but wow. that's like the only thing like music related. Uh, he did a bunch of random jobs. Like he was an extra in movies. He was a manager at a shoe store at the mall. And then he just started doing, um, I was going to say E.T. I.T. Um, <laughs> so he's just, he's still doing that. Um, and my mom just works at our family business that my grandpa started. Now my Nino owns. It's a produce business okay sick so yeah it's not really like music related. yeah 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 <laughs> okay so he's just trying to find things that you guys would be interested in. and your sister did gravitate towards music um or she, she just was doing it she was doing it she was more um like on the sports side okay i mean it's not like she's like super athletic but she did like sports more yeah. than like music but she wasn't like super things. passionate about music she was just no, doing no, it to do it yeah exactly. okay gotcha and then but you got interested yeah uh one because you wanted to be like hey Daddy, look mommy, me. look at me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, after that talent show, mm-hmm. I'm guessing you continued singing, or did you take a break and then find it again later? Or I continued singing, but in my city, um, or just in like my community, uh, there's not a lot of like music related things, like mm-hmm. events going on or like opportunities. What city? For again? kids growing up in South Almani. Okay, okay. Um, well, none that Wh- I which knew is in of the at the LA time. County area for yeah. those who don't know. Yeah. SoCal. And, yeah. Um, like mostly just like uh, talent shows at the city. Like once a year or twice a year. Did you, or, um, did you ever do any in school? At the school, yeah. So I did my first town show at school in the sixth grade. And then um, 
two more after that was sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. Now, when you get into middle school, were you doing choir and continuing like? In my middle like school, pers- we didn't have choir or okay. anything. But when so I started, it was, it was pretty much just you guys doing it for fun. You had no vocal classes or lessons. So my dad, was- my dad. Um, well, actually, when I started going to singing lessons, I was 10. And that's because I got okay. the opportunity to be on a show called Seriously Funny Kids. And oh, I actually cool. got interviewed by Heidi Klum and oh, stuff. Wow. Yeah, but it never aired. I think it's because I kind of sucked at it. Because <laughs> right before right before I was going to go on, uh, one of the producers was like, oh, yeah, she's going to ask you if you like have a boyfriend. And that really freaked me out. That's because, a weird-ass question to ask a kid. No, yeah. You like if you have, Yeah. Like, that's just like, you know, because kids say funny things or whatever. Yeah. So, um... But I was really nervous because because I did like a boy at that time. But my dad used to always tell me and my sister, like, oh, if I ever find out that you guys have a boyfriend, I'm going to like, uh, I'm going to shave your guys' head and throw you out. Like, oh, it was like oh, so, so traumatic. So he, he put some fear into you yeah, with boys. So, so ever since, yeah, when the producer told me like, oh, she's going to ask you about this and that, I was like, I like immediately shut off. <laughs> so I was just like, I'm pretty sure that's why the episode did not air. Because I was very awkward. Oh, like I was wow. just like mm-hmm. you were scared. Yeah, you're scared of your dad. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that show doesn't air. Mm-hmm. You did like this boy. Yeah. Did you say it though? Did you or you just you didn't say a thing? No, you know what? I don't think. Like, what was your answer? Did she they didn't ask even. You? She didn't even ask me. Oh. But I was just nervous the whole time that she was going to ask me, and so it just that's blocked funny. me from like talking. I don't know. Now did that boy ever find out that you liked him? Yeah. Yeah. Did he end up being your boyfriend? Yeah, you know, like fifth grade boyfriend so yeah, it was yeah. like for like a month <laughs> literally meant nothing but yeah 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 well, i don't want to say meant nothing but, but it's, it's, not, it's yeah. pretty much nothing yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you continue singing mm-hmm. you're now you're actually taking vocal classes yeah and when did you find that it was a passion when did you fall in love with the actual art of singing uh, actually up until i was 15 i just sang occasionally um, yeah, for talent shows or random events, I was actually able to sing the national anthem for like some city events a few times. Sick. So it was just stuff like that, like random here and there. But when I actually started writing my own music when I was 15 and playing the guitar, uh, that's when I found out that I really, really loved music. So what came first, the guitar or the writing? The guitar. Okay. Well, I would have little ideas here and there, but I wouldn't consider that like writing because I didn't really write songs, I just had little ideas, but it wasn't until I started playing the guitar um, that I actually came up with songs. And whose idea was it for you to start doing guitar? My dad. Okay. It was my dad, yeah. Without my dad, I probably like would not have continued singing. Without my, well, my dad um, like signed me up for a bunch of these classes, like dancing, guitar, singing. They put you on everything. Yeah. That's beautiful. Like, I, music, I love when yeah. parents do that for their kids. Like, yeah. it's, hey, have them try everything, mm-hmm. see what they gravitate towards, and then cater to it. Yeah. Um, it's so easy for parents to kind of get a little lazy and, and, like, not want to take the time to drive, pick up, yeah. do these extracurricular activities for the kids. But it's important. I think mm-hmm. it's super important for, for for kids to, like, not only find their own uh, interests, but mm-hmm. also, like, it builds character, builds confidence. It builds, yeah. like, um, great social skills. Yeah. That's that's really cool of him. Yeah. And mad no, props he, to your dad for doing all that. Yeah. I know. Shout out to my dad and my mom. Because my dad would, he would be the one to like uh, search up these things, mm-hmm. you know, do all the research and everything. But my mom would be the one oh, to like take me to these yeah. things. But it was a, yeah. It's a, it a combo. Yeah, yeah. it was a combo. But yeah. like your dad kind of like, he kind of led that a little bit. Yeah. yeah. No, definitely. Um, but yeah, so it's funny because I actually didn't, like every class that I was in, like I, I think um, like middle school to high school, I started just getting like embarrassed of things 
like of my like I don't know, just you know, teenage awkwardness. Started getting shy. Yeah, shy. Because when I was younger, I'd be like, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that. But then I started being like, oh, I don't really want to do that. So I didn't really want to go to the classes like at all. Like I would like dread going to singing lessons, to guitar lessons, to dance lessons. And did your dad know this? Yeah, no, I would make it very apparent. Like I'd be like, no, I don't want to go. So you got to force you a little bit. Yeah, they always forced me. But at the end of the day, like it helped me so, so, so much. Like even even though I didn't want to go like um, to the classes, like by the end of it, I was glad that I went. Some people like get excited about learning something new and some mm-hmm. people are like, I, like, I don't want to deal with the process. Mm-hmm. But then once you start developing that skill or, or you start getting comfortable mm-hmm. with that art form, it's like, oh, it is fun. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy this. Yeah. I don't really know exactly what it was for me. I think uh, even honestly, even up until like COVID time. So that was up until I was like 19, 20. Like it wasn't it wasn't like um, difficult for me to go through the process, like working on it. It was just I just felt like very awkward, like about a lot of things in general, just about myself. And like, I guess that just. Did you end up having a lot of friends or were you kind of more in a small group of people? Were you more like introverted? I have a group of friends, of girlfriends. There's seven of us, and we've been friends since like middle school. So I've I've always like had like been blessed to have these friends. But I feel like I'm still like an introverted person, and especially at that time, like from middle school to like nineteen twenty, mm-hmm. like that really affected me a lot because I just was like too embarrassed to do things for like no reason. Like it doesn't even make sense. Like I was too embarrassed to go. Did anybody learn ever things. like bully you or make fun of you for something that kind of? No. No. No, I don't think so. But also at the same time, I feel like my family, we're kind of that family where it's just like, we kind of, I don't know, maybe it's just our like, like Hispanic culture. I don't know. Like my dad is like, oh, you can't do that. Like you can't do that. Or, oh, I'm better than you. But like competitive, like Mm. just to try to get me like that. So I feel like even if somebody did say something to me, I wouldn't have taken it seriously. So that's the thing is I feel like. Like nothing was ever like an external problem. Like it wasn't other people. Like it was just me always feeling awkward for like no reason. Yeah, yeah. So just certain things you just didn't want to do. Yeah. Like it was just, but mostly because I just felt like awkward. Like I was embarrassed. Like I really didn't even, didn't even develop like my style or anything clothes wise or even want to show personality wise until like junior year of high school. And just because I was like embarrassed. Well, like for like the most random things, like yeah. it just wouldn't even make sense. So I, mean, I don't I th- know. I think it happens to a good amount of people for whatever reasons. Just sometimes it, it takes a little longer for you to build that internal confidence. Yeah. To be like, no, I, I'll do anything, whatever I want, and I, like I don't care if I get laughed at or if, yeah. it, if I look silly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it it's hard to get to that point. Mm-hmm. And so and sometimes it just takes a little longer than than uh, it does for others. Mm-hmm. But um. The fact that you still kept doing the classes, like mm-hmm. I'm sure that helped over yeah. time. Yeah. Now, he puts you in these guitar lessons as well, mm-hmm. and you start gravitating towards playing. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you feel like you're starting to get kind of good at it? Yeah, I mean, I still like I'm not like pro where I can't like come up with the crazy riff or anything. Yeah. It's mostly just like the the basic like um, open chords or bar yeah. chords and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, nothing too crazy. I would still say like I'm in like intermediate good okay. level you know like i've never like i i love guitar and i love but it's not myself something that you were like trying to master yeah exactly it was more of like a tool exactly for like the, for, singing. Like, the songwriting and yeah. singing yeah exactly let's let's get into right before you start getting into actually writing songs mm-hmm. did you have any aspirations of becoming a singer or mm-hmm. was it like a hobby or was it something just like ever since i was younger like i would always like i always wanted to be a singer 
I think ever since okay, my so first talent show. Yeah, I know I wanted to be a singer, and that's why I continued doing like the random events oh, okay, here okay. and there. Um, but I, yeah, I didn't really take it seriously because I didn't know how to. Right. Do you remember how old you were? What event? No, yeah, what? I remember literally that talent show when Which I was one? four years old. That first one. Yeah, because I remember wow. winning second place. Yeah. And maybe it was just the competitiveness in me, but I was like, wow, I'm so good at this. Like, And I also loved... Um, afterwards people coming up to me and saying like oh yeah your voice was so good like it made me feel this like even though it was a christmas song like um also also um not just that but when i was in first grade i did a talent show and i sang the annie song the song from annie uh tomorrow mm-hmm. you know that song and i remember people coming up to me and saying like oh like that song like the way you sing it like it just made me feel something and i remember from that young age like how important it was to me for other people to feel something from my singing. Yeah. And that's what's always like driven me to want to continue doing it is like, right. it's like knowing that I can make people feel something. For people that don't do music mm-hmm. or these types of things, like it's hard to explain, but mm-hmm. it, there's this feeling when you know that someone connected with the art that you mm-hmm. made or something that you did mm-hmm. that like either inspires uh, uh, motivates, energizes, mm-hmm. whatever it is. But when, when it when it touches someone, yeah. and you see the way they react to it in a positive way, like mm-hmm. that feeling is incredible. Yeah. And uh, for you to be able to get that at such an early age, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Like yeah, there there's like a, a natural high that comes from that. No, really. Yeah. yeah. It's like oh wow, like yeah. I need to do more of this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean that's fascinating that that first talent show, that's where you discovered the love and passion for. A dream. Yeah. That was like, was that like your one and only dream you've had in your life? It's like, I'm going to be a singer. That's the only thing I've ever like known that I was going to do. Where's the songwriting part come into play? Like, where's like where you were like, you know what? I want to write my own song. Mm-hmm. Did you ever have, was there a specific moment or a specific time or, or, or movie you watched or, or something happened in your life? Was there something that was like, I want to put ideas down on paper and then sing them? When I started playing guitar just a couple months later, I actually joined like an all-girl rock band. And that didn't last for too long, but I knew since I joined that, I just joined as, as like the rhythm guitarist, even though I still didn't know how to play. And and, wait, this is uh, in high school? Yeah, so when I was 15, it was like literally the day after I turned 15 was when I went to go like audition for that band. Was that a band from your school or was that no, you found just, them on? My dad found them on Craigslist. Oh, wow. Yeah, so so That's that lasted. Sketch. Yeah, no, it was pretty <laughs> sketchy, but but no, kidding. everyone was pretty nice, yeah. but it just didn't work out. But I knew since then. Um, and you went just as a guitarist, not as a singer. Just as a guitarist and a backup vocalist. Okay. But then we had an original song that the singer had wrote. And I knew since then, like, I was like, I want to have my own ideas, like, and, and put my own, like, feelings and thoughts into a song. You mm-hmm. know, like, that's interesting to me. Yeah. Um, and so uh, when, when that didn't work out, the band didn't work out after a couple months, me and the bassist, we started our own band. And that was called so, Alone so Together. So that band quickly didn't go anywhere. Yeah. It, it completely, it just fell apart right away. Yeah. Okay. It, it was after a couple months. Well, yeah, like, that's fast. Yeah, like no, no, three, a couple four months. months. Like, yeah, that's no, like yeah, a blink like, of an eye. Yeah. Um, I think we only did like two, three shows. No, okay. So, yeah. so you guys actually performed. Yeah, we did perform. So yeah. you actually had some songs that you guys were working on. Yeah. Well, we no, had or, one you, original. We did. And the, and the it, others were covers. Yeah, the others were covers. We did like um, the Pretender by the Foo Fighters. We mm-hmm. did like Crazy Train by Ozzy Osbourne. It was like a like a rock, like an auger like hard rock band, you know. That's and pretty so sick. Also, that's another thing is that I like that music, but that's not really that wasn't your passion. My passion. So I think, yeah, when I started my own band alone together, that's when I really um, started taking so, so that creative control. You and the writing. the basses, you said. 
Yeah. Uh, you and Chloe uh, stick together, and you guys form another band, or you guys... Yeah, so we formed our own band called Alone Together. Was it another all-girl or mixed? No, it was mixed, okay. yeah. And now, where'd you find these other people? So we found the guitarist Anthony through a mutual friend, and then the, um, the drummer David, Chloe had known of him from church. Okay. Yeah, and so that's just how we met. And then... And now, what, what genre was this band? It was like indie pop rock. Okay, sick. Yeah. So that was that was pretty fun. And now, who who was writing songs? It was mostly me, and because I was still young at the time, so it was also Were you the still bassist. 15? I was still fifteen. Yeah, oh. that lasted from um, fifteen to like eighteen. Oh wow! 18. So oh, that was a three-year run. Yeah, that's yeah. a long run. Yeah. Um. So it was so writing. It was mostly me and uh, Chloe's dad, Paul, because oh, wow. he he also did music. Like he grew up. I mean, when he was younger, like he d he was in a band. He did all of that. So. What so were, what were the, like the, the topics of the songs? Like, what were you guys talking about? The songs, um, there was a song called, like, Hide. It was just about, that one was actually inspired. Was it about Hide and Seek? No, oh, no, so it was actually inspired by a turtle because one time we were at a studio recording and then it was, like, at somebody's house. And so in the, the neighbor, they had, like, this big old tortoise. And so that one, we were just like, oh, that'd be funny to, like, write a song inspired by a the turtle. tortoise <laughs> yeah and so so that one was inspired by that but mostly it's just about like somebody like coming out of their shell but it literally does say that like in my shell in my shell but yeah anyways no that's, um, that's pretty dope but there's another song called show me uh that paul and i wrote but i came up with the concept for that from literally romeo and juliet because mm. you know when i mean i still do this to this day but uh i tried i just look at other artists and I listened to their interviews and see what they're inspired by. Mm -hmm. And I found out that Love Story by Taylor Swift, who I love, was literally inspired by Romeo and Juliet. And I was like, anybody can make a song about Ro Romeo and Juliet. Like, inspired right. by that, because that's such a, like, a classic theme. Yeah. You know, so our song Show Me, which was my favorite, was about that. Like a Romeo and Juliet type of situation. Um, but yeah, just other, like, I would say, like, middle school, like, like, love songs or, like, angsty songs. Like, so... What what was the first song that you wrote? The first song I wrote by myself was a song called Civil War. I actually took the chords from that from a One Direction song from Drag Me Down. Okay. Because that's what I would do, especially when I first started playing the guitar. Like I would look at other songs that I like, take chord progressions and change it up. You know, change the key so it fit my voice and right. everything. And so, yeah, I just took the chord progression from Drag Me Down from One Direction. And the... Civil War song What is it about? Mm -hmm. uh, dang I haven't thought about That song in a long time I think it's It was about Just like fighting yourself Of like when you like somebody Okay Like fighting yourself Like do I wanna could, Like do I actually Wanna try this or not You know what I'm saying mm -hmm. I think that's what it was about I would yeah. have to like Listen to the song again Do you still have the song? Was it ever recorded? You know what I think I do have it Like in Dropbox But I'd have to like Find it If you wanna hear it I do you want to hear it right now or do you want me to search it later? After. Okay, after. After, yeah. Okay, but I yeah. want to hear it, yeah. Yeah. Don't ask me to show you my first song yeah. ever. <laughs> my song, my first song was Garbage. Really? It was trash. Yeah. Um, yeah, I hope the I hope the world never hears it. Uh, but it's funny though, because then you can see your process. Yeah. And you can be like, oh yeah, I really sucked at that time. And then it kind of makes you feel more proud of where you are now. 100%. You know? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I have all my files. I have every single thing I've ever recorded and made. Yeah. Um, I just don't want the world to hear it. Yeah. I'll show people. I I don't mind showing people, but just not I, I, I don't want it in public. No. Yeah. Hell no. That's um, funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you, that was your first song. Now, this is when you're in the band or? Mm -hmm. Okay. That was when I was in the band, yeah. Now, 
that's the first song you recorded by yourself. But what was the first first song you ever wrote? Was it with uh, your friend's dad? Um, or who, oh no, like, so so yeah, Civil War. We did it with the band, but we never released it. Okay, like it was gonna be a song that released, but then, but then that like fell apart. Mm-hmm. I mean, not fell apart, but the band went their separate ways. Yeah, but that was the first song I ever wrote completely by myself. What was wrote. the first song that you were like proud of? Like mm-hmm. like. Now, from from like you now that you can look back and be like, damn, I actually did pretty good with this song. So, uh, I think my first song that I was proud of, even though it still wasn't that great, was a right. song um, that I wrote called "With Her." I wrote that when I was like sixteen. I I liked somebody at that time, and I knew that he had a girlfriend, and so it was just about that, mm. you know, just like like maybe if there was a different time, yeah. different place, like then it could work out, whatever. If um, there was a multiverse. Yeah, that's funny because actually. Sorry, skipping till now to uh-huh. my song Another. That's something that inspired it. Like the oh, most really? Years. Yeah. Oh, but sorry, going back to with her, um, the reason that I'm proud of it is because um, like the people that I showed it to, like that was one of the, the first songs that they said that they really like felt and they really connected with. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm really proud of it. Yeah. Because I feel like that's where I was able to figure out how to connect with people. Like that mm-hmm. was my first song, like, the, the first step in the process yeah you know it's not just me liking this yeah. other people can like this yeah and there's there's potential here for me to continue growing and touching people more yeah and then did that ever get recorded and released or it got recorded but it never got released okay so you guys yeah. recorded quite a few songs we recorded a few songs um and none of them ever got released or did some no with the band we had we had an ep out and then i think a single or maybe two singles. I don't remember, but we still had a few songs recorded that we were planning to release, but it just never happened. And then why did the band like kind of go well, separate ways? So actually Chloe, the bassist, she ended up getting pregnant. And I just felt like, even though, you know, I was so close to Anthony and the drummer and everything, and we were still like a band, I just felt like weird doing it without her because yeah. we started it together. And also at that time, I was realizing that the music I wanted to make like for myself was a little bit different than what what the the band band was was, doing. mm -hmm. So I was like, kind of just like, this is just a good time for us to, you Mm -hmm. know, go our separate ways, but we're still really close. That's cool. They're still like, we're still family. So yeah, that's cool. Now what's the move for you? Again, it was my dad who helped like research people. Um, but I forgot to to throw this into that. Yessie, when I was with the band, that's when Yessie, uh, like first heard of us. She heard of us through somebody's Facebook, like a mutual friend's Facebook mm. page, and that's how she found us. And so she also um, like had introduced us to a lot of people by then, just oh, cool. people in the industry. Um, by the way, for those who are not too familiar, who haven't already heard the last episode of the Dami podcast, yeah. you guys should go <laughs> check that out because it has Yessie Ortiz yes. on that podcast. Uh, she's a radio personality, TV personality, and currently the manager of... Callista, but uh, at that time, 2018, like, yes, he was like super popping on the radio, like yeah. huge radio personality. Um, and uh, I mean, she's still a huge personality now, but like at the time, like major on radio, on air, a mm-hmm. lot of connections. So you, she meets you. Yeah. And then she starts connecting you with people. My dad and, and Paul, Chloe's dad, they were helping more with like the managing side, getting us gigs, you know, yeah. doing all they could. But when we met Yessi, they had actually asked her if she could um, like help manage us. Okay. But it wasn't really like a like managing like how she it is It was unofficial. Yeah, it, it was unofficial. And it was more like she was just helping us every, like any way that she could. Like she was still helping like all the way. But well, I mean, was, that's, first of all, that's 
super nice of her. That's like, very nice. Yeah. A lot. Of, this industry is very grimy. Yeah. A lot of people don't help anybody without some big return. Yeah. Um. And for her just to be willing to help out even at some small level is huge. No, yeah, 1,000%. Um, like, I remember uh, my dad, because he would always send random texts, like, just to motivate me. Like, That's awesome. Especially when he was, like, drunk. Like with a friend or something like out at a bar like he's always like thinking of me, you know, so that's nice So he'd be like, oh Calista just want a Grammy like just random texts like that, yeah. you know to like motivate me That's adorable. And so one night I get a text and he's like, oh, yes, your tease is coming to our house tomorrow And I was like what like that's so random like why would you say that like did that you, doesn't even did you know make who sense. she was at the time or not so really? I knew of her but I still was like that sounds so familiar, but I don't know like like so I had to search her up. Like right. when he said that, I searched her up and I was like, dude, this doesn't even make sense. You know, like she's in hip hop. She's a radio personality. Like, why would she be coming to our house? And then it turns out like, yeah, she heard us through a mutual friend and she was like just interested in hearing us. So we got together at my house in the garage, um, the band, and we played her a couple songs. And then, yeah, she just started supporting us and helping us from there. Wow. Yeah. That's so it was that's just really awesome. Yeah. But this is when you're in the band. This is when I was in the band. Now, yeah. we're, now we're back to the, yeah. you're going your separate ways. Yeah. In 2019, uh, my dad had helped me meet with this one producer called Johnny What to record a song called Paradise. I never mm -hmm. released that one. But that was like my first song that like I was. Your first solo Callista song? Yeah, Callista song. Um, like I already knew the direction, like the vibe, like the genre that I wanted to go with. Mm -hmm. uh, so that was like the first one. The first one is called Paradise, but I didn't release that one. Then why, did, why didn't it release if you don't mind me asking? Um, I think there was just like a few parts. Still at that time, I was very embarrassed and shy. Like I wasn't you ready. Developing. I wasn't ready to release it. Gotcha. You know, and then so by October of that year, because I was in March, October of that year, I had met with a producer named Koei Odonis, mm -hmm. and that was through a mutual a friend. Producer? Yeah. He was, well, he was a singer too. He was also right? a singer. Like, yeah, I, I, I remember him. As, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kobe. He was very, very nice, very cool. We actually have the same birthday, March fourteenth. Oh, so really? That's cool. Yeah. He was a huge star. Yeah. Uh, for a long time. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. As as a singer. Mm -hmm. So then, so now he's doing more production. Yeah. That in in, in uh, and you meet him as more as a producer. Yeah, I met him as a producer um, through a friend named Brian Gray, who I met through Yesi. So mm. that was like. Like, you know, connections that I made throughout, like, the band days. Right, right. And then with Yessie. And then so um, I recorded my song, Intoxicated, in October of 2018. It was your song? Yeah. Now, is this like, are we, have you released a song yet, or is this about to be your first? This is going to be my first song. Okay, okay. Yeah, and so then I released that in January of 2019. So, and you wrote the song solo, or he wrote it with you? I wrote the song solo. Okay. Yeah. So I took him two songs, because this was our first time meeting, too. Like, so, so you came with the lyrics already? I came with lyrics. Okay, so yeah, he, he made two, the beat around your lyrics. Yeah, I came with the lyrics and the guitar. Like oh, I had okay, the whole okay. structure of it, just like acoustic wise. Okay, gotcha. Um, I had two different songs, and I was like, you know, I love both of these songs. There was another song I forgot the name of it now, but it was more of a ballad. I was like, I love both of these songs, but whatever you think, um, like we could, what would be best for today? Yeah, like let's do it. And so he chose Intoxicated, and then. Um, we worked on it, and then by January, we released it, and that's like, that was so exciting for me, because it was so exciting and nerve-wracking. What was your first song? It was my first song. Yeah, yeah and it was more- it's a huge deal. It was more personal, too, because it was about, um, it was inspired by me, my sister, and my cousin all going through a similar thing at the same time, which was like a toxic relationship ending, you know, finally getting over it, 
you know, in our own ways. So I just took from all of that. And it was definitely my first song where I was more personal mm -hmm. with things. And so, like I said, I was shy, embarrassed, introvert. So that was pretty like nerve wracking to like have that out there in the world. But it was very exciting because it was like my song, you know, yeah. it was like something that like, yeah, I this, is your, this is your baby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's amazing. So the song comes out, you put it on streaming services and everything. Mm hmm. Is it still up? It's not up anymore. Okay. So when I started working with Lion Child, when we were first our least... What's, what's that? So Lion Child is my production and songwriting team that I'm signed with. Okay. Yeah. So there's currently. three... Currently. Currently, yes. So there's three writers and producers, Natalia, Rachel, and Lance. So I work with them. I started working with them in 2019. So yeah, after... And, and they're, they're your what team again? Like the, they're my production and songwriting team. And, and songwriting. Okay. Yeah. So they make the beats as well for you. And stuff like that. Okay, yeah. So you. everything that I've released since nostalgia which was in 2020 and that i'm gonna be releasing has been with lion this Child. team gotcha yeah. you're a brand new artist mm -hmm. don't have really much of a following but you have a uh, production with kobe adonis who's, yes who has a, a name in the industry yeah well, did that go anywhere yeah so the song actually did well on its own um like i think by a year it got like oh i mean not well, well for the first song of an artist, yeah. it got like 8,000 streams. That's awesome. Which it was never on like any editorial playlist, nothing like that no, at no, all. No, no, as know, an independent artist, like, yeah. that's, that's, a, that's a lot. Yeah, no, it was a lot. And um, so I was just very proud of that. You know, I just did like acoustic shows here and there to promote it. So, you, But did you have any like songs to follow up? Did you keep the momentum? I didn't. I didn't up until, until the following year, which was... Oh, that's a long time. Yeah, which so was COVID time. Because like... If you put out a song, mm -hmm. it starts to build momentum. You have you put a bunch of work into it. Like you have to already be ready for the next and yeah. the next. Because if if you let too much time go by without your next song, yeah, like then you, especially in the music industry, you pretty much start from scratch again. Yeah, because in a year everybody forgets you. Yeah, like that momentum that whatever was about to build up now dies. Mm -hmm. Now, why did it take so long for you to do another song? When I started writing with Lion Child, it took like a year for us. Well, wait, wait. Did Lion Child come into play right after? Yeah. So oh, okay, so I released, after you dropped your first song, yeah, so, you get connected with Lion yeah, Child. Yeah, so I oh. released Intoxicated in January, and then I got connected with Lion Child in February. Oh. So it was literally a month after. Yeah. They were just trying to develop me as an artist. Like, yeah. That's the thing is like, so that's the main thing. We're just trying to figure out the sound. That's going to be out the, the direction for yeah. who Calista Del Toro is going to be. Yeah, So you're exactly. still in development. Yes. You have a team now that's mm -hmm. trying to find a direction and create the brand exactly. more than just songs. Yeah, because exactly. Because like a lot of independent artists that don't have something like that, mm -hmm. they're just making music by themselves. So yeah. they go and they, here, uh, whenever they write their next song, they put release. it out. Yeah. Release. But now you have a team here that is working on trying to create something bigger off top. Yeah. Instead of doing the slow grind of like song and yeah. build on your own, build on your own. You have pe like a group of people trying to bring um, like top notch music up yeah. front without the, the development process being shown across a few years. Yeah. So then it, with that, that takes time because now to create great songs, mm -hmm. which is the goal for yeah. people with experience and have the knowledge of songwriting, production, et cetera. Yeah. Like it takes time. Mm -hmm. It definitely takes time. Yeah. So, now they come into the picture and you had to get you had to take down intoxicated? No, so I didn't have to take it down. That was on my end where I just made the mistake because we were figuring out how to how to put nostalgia out like on its own 
Um, and Nostalgia was what? Nostalgia was the first single we released. With Lion like With Lion Child. Child. Yeah, and so by that time, I was like, okay, maybe I'm going to be more on the soulful side, soulful pop side, mm. rather than like this indie side. Gotcha. This indie pop side of rock. Oh, okay, so, so, so it was kind of Intoxicated like, is a whole different vibe. Is a whole different than, vibe. Um, what's the next one? Nostalgia. N- nostalgia. Yeah. Okay. And so you didn't want like you kind of made the decision that like I don't want my music to clash. Yeah. Exactly. Gotcha. So that was that was my fault. In hindsight, do you think yeah, it was a that mistake? That was my fault because yeah. And then because um, I didn't realize that you could still put it out and have two separate accounts. Like I thought, oh, I would have to be a whole different project. Like maybe mean, I still couldn't be Calista Del Toro because technically I still when the song came out, it was still on two separate Calista Del Toro. Artist page. Pages. Oh, what? Yeah. And I mean, so, that, I mean, I mean, you don't want that. No, yeah. So that's what I was confused. I was like, do I want that? Do I not want that? So I was like, but how do I get it on one? Oh, and you I, didn't know how to merge them. I didn't know how to merge them. Gotcha. And at the same time, I was like, but do I want to merge them? Because they're different. Gotcha. Like, is that going to make sense? So I was like, you know what? I'll just take it down. I was like, I don't think it's that like big of a deal. Right. But then actually when, when, um, like after I took it down, a lot of people actually were messaging me about like, oh, I've been trying to listen to Intoxicated. What happened to it? I was like, dang it. What the heck? Yeah. Do you think that you might re-release it? Um, I think so. Was Hopefully it a good song? one day. Yeah, I think it was a good song. I love the song. Yeah. Like, I'm, like I, you're happy I, with it. I'm very happy with the song. I love Intoxicated. I mean, you're learning these things, yeah. you know, you know, at, at a young age without, you know, having the experience of, of these things. So like, of course, you're trying, you're trying to figure out, you want to make sure that you're putting out your, your best type of, of content, the best type of music and, and, yeah. and building your image the way yeah. that you think it should be. So, I mean, you know, it's not a big deal, yeah. but you could always re-upload it. And I don't know if you have the potential of getting the ISRC code mm-hmm. um, of what you had before. Do you, I don't know if you know what that is, but essentially it's like kind of like your ID tag yeah. for released songs. Mm-hmm. So if you re-upload it, if you re-release um, it, mm-hmm. if you have that same code, that, that same ID tag for the song, when you re-release it, you can attach that in the process of, of re-releasing mm-hmm. and all your numbers will actually come back in. Oh, so really? if you had like 8,000 streams before, yeah. as soon as, as it comes out, you're going to have those 8,000 again because it's still in the, in, in the, on the back end of, of you know, the, uh, the history of, of the data of Spotify, Apple yeah. Music, all that stuff. I didn't know um, that. So I've done, I actually did that a couple of times where like I had some songs on some, this is in the beginning, beginning when I had some like not great projects mm-hmm. and I took some down, but there are a couple of songs I liked and I put them into my next project. Yeah. And which those felt were better quality than some of the other songs from the old project. So now yeah. I have this newer project that these older, a few older tracks fit in well with and just putting that same ID that I, I believe ISRC code um, for e- the ID for each song. And then boom, all my numbers are still there. Oh, dang. Yeah. Okay. So question, this might be dumb, but if I, so I put the song out through TuneCore. Uh-huh. Cause that was when it was just by myself. Okay. And if I'm going with the new uh, distributor now, can you still use yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I used to use TuneCore. Now I use DistroKid. Oh, okay. So I took down all my music from TuneCore mm-hmm. and I re-released on DistroKid. Oh. Because I, I, one thing I love about DistroKid is that you can do splits. Yeah. So are you familiar with that? Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so for those who don't know and are into music, like um, when you collaborate with another artist and there's some type of split that needs to be done, whether it's a producer or a songwriter or whatever, and someone's entitled to a percentage for that song, let's say it's 10% or 50%, whatever it is, mm-hmm. the a lot of music distribution services don't do automatic splits where essentially 
one person, the person who uploads and releases the song is mm -hmm. fully in charge of all the money that comes in. Yeah. And then the people that are entitled to the percentages, it's a drag. They have to be the ones that are like pretty much like billing or sending like like a, an audit or, or some, some type of like, hey, give me like like what are the numbers yeah. can you, can you, for my payout, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a it's a it's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> but with DistroKid, it's really dope because you can actually have. Um, split sent automatically when you do the release. So yeah. like say for example you and me collabed and you mm -hmm. got 50% of whatever the, the track is and we released it whether it's your release, whether it's my release, whether it's a dual release, whatever it is, mm -hmm. like on a split my, your money, because it would be in the back end mm -hmm. when it's right before it goes to release then your money goes automatically to you. I never see it. So yeah. you, no, I, I never have to be tracked down by anybody. Yeah. So um that's why I switched to DistroKid. That yeah. was one of the biggest things. So yeah, you you can take down music from any distribution uh, platform, upload to another distribution platform, oh. and again, if you have that ISRC code, uh, that ID tag, then it's just like all your numbers will tr will transfer over. Oh, okay. If it's the same song. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I, I mean, it sounds like from what you've talked about, it's mm. a dope song. I would like to hear it. Yeah. And I feel like if you're happy with it, I think it should be on your catalog. Yeah. Um, I'm a firm believer in not putting yourself in a box mm -hmm. like be if you're an, uh, an artist that can do many different things do mm -hmm. them like i don't think you have to stay in, in a niche i don't think you yeah. like there is a reality that like if you stay in a niche you can grow faster mm -hmm. you can you can grow an audience in a pocket quicker than mm -hmm. if you're connecting or um creating content for various audiences but for me in the long run i'd rather have smaller audiences but many small audiences mm -hmm. accumulate to a larger base yeah. than all my eggs in one basket. And then when I want to try being creative in a different type of genre, yeah. they they get mad. Yeah. And then I can't because they're not going to go and listen. And now I'm kind of starting from scratch. So I would say my suggestion, no yeah. pressure, was be like, if you have another song, even if it's a different genre than when uh -huh. you're doing now, put it out. I think that's what's cool about the songs we have out now. Is that like nostalgia is more like on the chill, soulful pop side. Mm -hmm. um, but then I have a song like Urge, which is more like, I call it like dance pop. Mm -hmm. And then I have, um, and then I have another, which is more like, I say it's like on the indie rock side, just because of like the production and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think these songs like were like the building blocks mm -hmm. of like, or like that kind of allow me to do whatever. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's cool. So, so with this next project, like the EP, it is kind of going back more to the intoxicated side, where it's more on the singer songwriter indie pop rock side. Mm -hmm. um, but there's still like a Spanishy song, Spanish mm -hmm. like upbeat pop song, where I still where I think it gets like a bit from like the urge side. Yeah, you know, and I feel like no matter what I do from here on out, like it's gonna be fine. Now that I have these songs right. out. Yeah, yeah. Now having more of a catalog. Yeah, exactly. Now you feel like, okay, I could I can go where I want to go. Yeah. And I should have and well, like you said, like in hindsight, like now I know that like if I would have had intoxicated, it's fine. Yeah. Cause I, like now it's just now I have a bunch of songs out. Mm -hmm. But I think just at the time I was like freaking out because it was very important, like figuring out the brand. And there's a lot of pressure in the beginning when yeah. you're like not sure mm -hmm. like how diverse can I be? Yeah. Are people going to accept it? Should I like, you know, like, yeah. you know, it's hard to figure that out by yourself. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I don't, I don't blame you. Yeah. Um, I, I've, I've taken down and then been like, why did I take that down? And I, now we re-release, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and then I've done stuff where I like, I put too many different types of songs on one project and I was like, oh, I should have separated that because now they're like 
20 songs on this one project that could have been two separate projects. Yeah. Like, so then I took that down and I separated. It was like, I've done a bunch of shit like that, trying to figure things out. Yeah. And then, you know, now I have a better understanding of, I think, what like works best for mm -hmm. me. But even then, it's like, you know, we're always going to make mistakes or make, you know, things that we're like, oh, we should have done this instead. Yeah. Um, but the cool thing is that, like, you're an artist, you're a creator, and, uh, you know, you can always make those changes whenever you want. Yeah. And uh, if people are liking your music, then at least you know that however you put it, wherever you put it, if it's a single, if it's a EP, or if it's an older track that people want back, like you can always just bring it back. That's true. Now I know that I do want to re-release it. I just wonder how I'm going to go about it. Mm -hmm. You know, now now that I do know a little bit more of like the business side of it, I still am still new to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, now I'm just like, okay, how do I want to do it? Like, like brand wise too. That's yeah. something that I think about now where it's like, I feel like it's kind of you're developing me more back. of like the business mindset that because there is like a, a a big part of business that has to be incorporated within you as a music artist mm -hmm. and like it sucks but it's also essential yeah like like being creative creating music is is fun and it's amazing but like that's just a small part of mm -hmm. being an artist and an artist that has momentum and a following and and uh, entertains people. Mm -hmm. There is a whole side of business marketing strategy that does come into play that yeah. will take you to that next level. Mm -hmm. Learning it can be kind of scary and hectic mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, dang. And it kind of stresses you out even if you're not actually like doing it yourself. I feel like sometimes it just like stops me from even, like I'm just thinking about it too much and then- It's like, overwhelming. Yeah, it's overwhelming. Um, but yeah, luckily I have my amazing team, Lion Child and Yessie to help with a lot of that stuff. Yeah. So I'm very That's blessed. <laughs> So now you have your first official music video about to come out. Yes. Now, I'm not sure if by the time this music, uh, this uh, podcast releases, if it'll already be out or not. Either you're watching this and it's out now or yeah. it's about to come out. Yeah. So the song that's going to be released is called Break. And then it's the first song for my EP. What is that about? So this was actually the first song I ever wrote for somebody. Somebody that I cared about or care about. Um, he was going through something difficult and I didn't really know how to help because I, I feel like I'm a very awkward person I don't really know how to like help people in the best ways you know so I kind of just put that in this song and I just yeah wrote this for him it's it's just about being there for him like knowing that I can't really take his pain away but I wish I could and no matter what like I'm gonna be there you know so it's just about it's more just about it's, being it's, there for somebody like it's being like empathetic yeah and, and like more morally supportive yeah yeah, I'm excited for people to see it. Thank you. Uh, the actor that you got for the the video did a great mm -hmm. job as well. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that he was he just started his acting classes, so I got lucky. Yeah. Because no, he was he was really good. He did, he did really good. Yeah. I feel like I was not nervous for this video at all. Usually, I'd be very nervous, like, but I was not nervous because I knew that he was going to be the main like actor in this. So the pressure wasn't too so much. So the on pressure you. wasn't. On, I knew that I would just have to like lip sync, you know. Yeah. And I was like, whatever, that's fine with me. But yeah, I was like, I'm not going to have to act or anything. So now, this that's is your good. first ever official music music video. <laughs> yeah, so I actually recorded a music video for Urge, but um, never released. Never released it. Why was that? There were still some some things. Um, that I that I wanted it to be edited a little differently, and we still just haven't like quite worked that out. Mm. And How long ago was that filmed? That was filmed in August, and then we didn't get it back till October. This is of last year. Holy shit, that was a long time ago. Yeah, a year we, ago. Yeah, we still haven't. We yeah. just kind of just been focusing on new things. So. Gotcha. It's like same thing with songs. Sometimes yeah. you start working on a song and you feel like it's so close, but just something about it's missing and you don't yeah. know what it is, and then you just have to let it go. Mm -hmm. And then 
like this happened to me with songs many times where I'm like, I start writing a song, I have a concept, and I'm like, oh man, like, but either I can't figure out the hook that I'm happy with, mm-hmm. or just like a f- some of the bars, I feel like something's missing, and I'm like, I'll get to it later, and then mm-hmm. I come back to it, and I'm like, still, I can't figure it out, yeah, and then it's just like that, like that one last ingredient, and then it's like I'll just come back, and then it'll just like some of the songs have been like three years later, I'm yeah, like, oh, I got it, this is this is what's missing, boom, run it back. All right, here it is. And then now yeah. it's out as a new song. But it was like, I worked on that three years ago. Yeah. You know, um, I'm not saying that's how long it takes for you, but I'm saying sometimes you let them go mm-hmm. and then sometimes they come back and you you find that last piece you were missing and then it becomes something really great. Yeah. So yeah. no pressure. I mean, you know, <laughs> if you're already working on new stuff, like, you know, if you have to let it go, you let it go. Yeah. And if there's potential um, to, to go back to it and re- release it at some point, cool. And then if not, you can, what I've done several times actually too is I'll whatever didn't get put out I'll go back and see if there are pieces from there that I can take and apply to a new project and like yeah. okay you know what that concept was actually really dope let me make a new video yeah. with that concept Yeah. and then you know make it better now mm-hmm. so yeah you know that's, that's, at least you're grinding and, and creating so and, and you're not like dwelling on that and letting that hold you back you're moving forward with new yeah. tracks mm-hmm. new videos that's mm-hmm. dope this EP that you're working on do you mm-hmm. know the name already what, what are you going to call it or it's still in the works? It's still in the works, but um, what I really want it to be called is Losing My Mind, which is one of the singles off of it. Um, hopefully, it's going to be the, thir- the third single, which is right before the EP. That's my plan. Hopefully so, you're dropping go. three singles before the EP. Yeah. So, I was still, like, you know, figuring myself out. And I feel like when you're figuring yourself out, you're kind of, you feel like you are losing yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, and you feel like like you're doubting yourself all the time. You're like... I don't know. When you're just figuring yourself out, you don't even know who you are. Yeah, yeah and I feel it's like frustrating. That's, yeah, exactly. And I feel like that's just, that's where I was in my headspace at that time, where I felt like I was losing my mind all the time, you know? So I was like, that would just be a perfect title for these songs to wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. You have a production team with you that's writing songs also. Mm-hmm. So how many of the songs are written by you? How many are written by them? Um, do you go and write with them for certain songs? Like, what what's that process like? So every single song is all of us together. Okay. I usually go in, I take, um, like, my lyrics, a melody, either if it's just, like, half of a verse or a chorus or anything, and then with my guitar. So I, I usually have all the chords and everything. Um, so a lot of, like, the bass foundation yeah. of a song that you want to work on mm-hmm. you have a simple chord progression on your mm-hmm. guitar and then some either melody or a few some lyrics to kind of just give you like a starting point yeah exactly and then i take it in and then they work their magic how many people together <laughs> so there's three of them three of them in total yeah okay and then you guys are all in studio at the same time yes how much have you learned from from that process because like now you're working with people that have been doing this stuff for mm-hmm. a while and you know you as an independent artist um mm-hmm. Was there was there a lot of were you nervous in the beginning or did you feel like you naturally fit in? Mm-hmm. Um, did it take a while to, for you to like start getting the hang of the different aspects of songwriting? Like yeah, were, it for sure took a while for me to get a hang of it because, like I said, I was very like awkward and stuff, so yeah. I didn't really know like oh if like if I say this is it gonna sound dumb? You know, it kind of like I had to get out of my shell yeah. in that aspect. Like the tortoise. just saying, yeah, just like saying random stuff. Like who cares if it sounds bad? Like if it's a bad idea, we'll just work from there. Right. Um, but no, the first time, so we actually met um, at Interscope, like at our friend's office, mm-hmm. and then. But the first time we met to write a song, 
It was a song called Love You So Bad. It's not released, but it was just, I knew since that day that like we'd be a great team. I literally, I was actually so sick. This was before COVID time. So it was like still like, I still felt fine enough to go in without feeling bad, you know, for being <laughs> sick. But I was so sick. I literally had like 102 degree fever. Damn. Like I couldn't even really talk. But they, I came in with an idea. I told them I kind of wanted something like intoxicated. So it was more like on the rockish side. Um, they came up with the idea. Literally, I only came up with one line, with, which is called uh, Wanna Love You So Bad, which was the song. But um, like I knew that everything that they came up with, like I loved and I knew that we would be a great team like from that first day. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's really cool when you mm-hmm. connect with people that like have a similar vision. Yeah. That you guys can like contribute and just be a part of. And then that like they can bring good ideas that fit you as well. Mm-hmm. That's hard. Something I'm very blessed with with Lion Child is that like if I if I have my input, they're never like, no, like yeah. that's that's not going to work out. They're kind of like, OK, like it's always we're always building off of each other yeah. and always respecting like their ideas and stuff like it's never like oh they have a vision for something and then like that's it Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so i'm just i feel very blessed to work with them that's sick yeah besides Mm -hmm. uh this stuff like what are you doing um for fun like what what are you into i know yes he told me one thing that you're really into which i'm a humongous fan of is marvel yeah she said you're a huge fan i don't know if i believe it but that's no i am a huge fan of marvel so it's funny because I was actually talking to my little cousin about this, where I actually started really liking Marvel back in like 2015. Mm-hmm. That was like the first time I read a comic in high school. It was the Daredevil one. Sick. That's when I started watching. Um, I think it was 2015 when I started watching the Daredevil show, and Is then it, obviously on Netflix, that which yeah is amazing on Netflix. And then I started. You know, that's when Civil War came out. Yeah. So which that's is another. That's another thing that also inspired that song. I remember. Oh really? That's the title. I was like, I'm gonna title it this. That's sick. But um. Yeah, so, and then that's when Spider-Man was first introduced. So that's, I, I know for a fact, MCU, like, 2015 yeah. was, like, the year that I, like, really liked the MCU. But I didn't really have, like, my friends, my girlfriends weren't really, like, into Marvel. Now they are. Yeah. But they weren't really into it at that time. And, like, even, like, I was telling my cousin, like, even though that wasn't something I had in common with my friends, like, that was still something that I was always, like, that you love. I love Marvel. Yeah. yeah. That's but sick. I feel I don't know a lot. But you actually like enjoy it. So I'm sure like yeah. when you do come across new information or you think it's like it was like me. Like like I'm I'm a little bit older, so I started, you know, um collecting comics when I was and I and I started when I was like a kid, like when I was mm-hmm. like five, four. Mm-hmm. So like I still have to this day I have every single one of my comics. Really? I have all of my trading cards. Like okay. I have like all these like limited edition, like like everything more like Marvel DC was cool, but um, Batman, I love Batman, but yeah. like I didn't get into like collecting anything DC. Uh, I love Marvel, everything. So mm-hmm. like I have like all these Marvel trading cards, um, like collectibles, little like statue things so of like cool. Spider Man and and uh, yeah. I actually like here in my studio. I have multiple studios here, and mm-hmm. like one of the rooms, which is like it's not like a co- it's not one of the cool hangout rooms, but like <laughs> I have Marvel like posters and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I got like ca- like. I got a bunch of Marvel stuff. I'm a big nerd. I'm a yeah. huge nerd. Um, and uh, but yeah, like all that stuff I love. But when I first got into it, like obviously I only knew what I was what was coming out at the time. Yeah. But the more I got into it, the more I started looking back at older stuff. Yeah. And I was like, oh, snaps. Or like, oh, this character's introduced here. And then I mm-hmm. got into those comics or those storylines. Like, oh, what? So that's it's, it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, like. For sure, the thing I can I, I don't really read comics anymore. I haven't I can't remember the last time I bought a comic, but the 
probably not since I was a kid. But the the MCU stuff, like mm-hmm. the shows and the, and the movies, like I consume that like religiously. Yeah. Like every time there's a new show or a movie, I have a, have a younger brother. I me and him go to every single like uh, Thursday night pr- uh, showing. Yeah. yeah. Like the, the day before that yeah. it comes out technically officially, we go every Thursday to like whatever the show the movie's about to come out, and then yeah. every show that comes out, like I don't watch a show without him. Oh so, really? Yeah. That's so like so I'm nice. like, and like if I'm busy, sometimes I'm like I have to miss a day because I'm like super swamped doing some other thing, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm like all right, we'll watch it tomorrow. He's like yeah. all right, and he's like hurry up because I want to watch it. Yeah, that's so nice. It's like your <laughs> um, little that's your thing. That's yeah. your brother thing. That's but, so nice. But I, I love all the MCU stuff. Yeah. Uh, they're killing the game. They're mm-hmm. killing it. They're, like great storylines. Uh, speaking Daredevil being one of the first shows you got into. Did you watch the new She Hulk? I was with about it? to bring that up. Yeah, I actually got so excited. I actually texted my friends and I was like, this might be like my favorite episode. Like of all the shows so far, like it not just so the She Hulk. Yeah, I think I didn't. Their chemistry was so yeah, so dope. It, I think it's funny because I didn't like. I love Daredevil. That was my first one of the shows. Mm-hmm. You know, of all the shows that I like got into, and so like I didn't realize how much. Like now that I still liked it until I saw him again because I got like so excited. Yeah. Like I was there like eating my food by myself and I was just like I got so excited watching it. I was yeah. like, oh my god. <laughs> I know. I remember when they when they showed. <laughs> his hand with his mm. like baton in the trailer yeah at comic-con i was like oh, daredevil yeah. that's daredevil <laughs> i was so hyped and then uh when we got that little preview of him on like episode four or whatever when mm. she goes to to the dude who makes the suits and you see his helmet yeah like, oh snaps yeah yeah i got i got super hyped yeah i love that stuff it gets it gets me excited but uh yeah that was a, that was a fun episode yeah that was cool i was like all right daredevil daredevil killing it yeah <laughs> did you see the werewolf by night I haven't seen it yet. Me and my brother are watching it this week. Yeah. But uh, not not only does it look awesome and like artsy, mm-hmm. but Kevin Feige said that that's actually going to lay that that is going to connect to what's about to come out with Blade and in those that yeah. arena of like vampires stuff like that. Did you see it yet? Yeah, I saw okay. it. Was don't, so don't, don't cool. Spoil it no, yeah. Okay. I haven't I'll seen just it. say that it was really cool. Yeah, but that's I'm watching that this week. Any thoughts or or ideas about potentially doing some type of song that connects to one of these properties or one of these characters or storylines? Any ambitions to be like, oh man, it'd be dope to have one of my songs in one of the oh, movies? Like that is one of my goals in life. Like ever since I was fifteen, like and writing songs, that was like at the same exact time. So I was like, my like if one of my songs comes out in a Marvel show or movie, like. I will be happy for the rest of my life. Like I could die happy. Like that's my goal. That's right. my main goal. I love that. Yeah. I love that. That's and amazing. So that's literally been one of my things. It's like, if that happens, I'm set. Like I don't care about anything else. Like I know that in my heart that I made it. <laughs> that's incredible. It, yeah. I'm not, this, no, I'm not exaggerating and I'm not saying this just because you said it. Like I have a million goals. Uh-huh. But one of them is like, I want one of my songs in one of like a movie of one of my favorite characters. Yeah. Whether it's Spider-Man, Spider-Man or like, Venom would be incredible. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, but like, because like Venom and Spider-Man, like my favorite characters of all time. Yeah. What's your favorite character? Uh, I think my favorite character, it was Spider-Man from like 2015 till like, well, this year because I actually really, really like Moon Knight. He was dope. I like the show a lot. Yeah, that and was I like awesome. and I like the actor. I would have to say right now it's Moon Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's dope. I'm uh he had originally said he signed on only for one season and one season only. Oh, but really? It seems like it, he might come back. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's funny because a lot of these actors, like they're like big name actors. Yeah. Especially like Christian Bale in yeah. the new Thor movie. Like I heard a lot of these actors at first like didn't want to be a part of the MCU because yeah. they're like they're superhero movies. 
Um, yeah, but then once it started getting you bigger, know what's crazy like, is like there's like this like almost like prejudice about uh, comic book movies mm-hmm. um, where it's like oh it's not they're not real movies but it's yeah. like no the thing I love about Marvel is especially a good chunk of their movies some of them are a little bit more fun but mm-hmm. I would say like ninety percent of the Marvel movies really really have like good writing yeah good substance like mm-hmm. like. And they all like really tried to be good films that like like one thing I love about Civil War yeah. is you could take away all the superheroes like their powers mm-hmm. but the story itself is phenomenal yeah like as a story as a film character mm-hmm. like it is so well done yeah and some of these movies should have gotten like Oscar nominations mm-hmm. they're so well written mm-hmm. um, but it's just like people get like oh they have you know costumes yeah. yeah but it's like no they're no, so that, yeah. good. Yeah, and yeah. Oscar Isaac killed it. He, on Moon Knight was sick. Yeah. I was watching like the assembled because you know how they do like yeah. the making of? On Disney Plus? Yeah, and so I guess there was one shot where he was like going back and forth between his like Characters? Two, yeah. And it was actually like they weren't cutting it. Like it was actually him just going back and forth. And I was like, dude, that's insane. Yeah. Like to, to be able to that's, do that, like yeah. to portray two different characters like within seconds, like that's crazy. That's Even like, like Josh Brolin, who's an incredible yeah. actor who did Thanos, uh-huh. like... And there's like this big giant purple dude. Like, they they did not only a great job with the CGI in capturing all his his mannerisms and yeah. his facial gestures, but like like when he said, especially in Infinity War, like when he when he says things like, you're like, wow, like this dude really believes what like like as I actually support this dude kind yeah. of like this dude's like you empathize or you connect yeah. or like he, the acting was so good yeah. that it was like damn like this guy just wants to help make you know the universe better yeah and it's yeah it's no, that's, crazy that's exactly how i felt with um with christian bell's character right gore wait you seen the movie yeah, right? yeah 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 so you know how when when she's like about to like crush the sword or whatever yeah and and there's like there's like a part i don't know if it's just in my head but it's like in his eyes you could see like like all his hopes and dreams yeah. are like shattered shattered and i was like like in that moment it was like towards the end in that moment i was like dude i feel bad like i don't want him to fail yeah <laughs> so i was like dude these actors are so good even with all the makeup and everything yeah and i was just like dude like, how epic was that fight scene though the black and white yeah and oh the, yeah that, on, the, on then, like yeah that was crazy that, that was, was cool. brilliant yeah, I love this. I could talk about nerd I shit know. all day. <laughs> but no, that, that's cool. Um, well, I definitely hope to see a, or hear a Calissa Del Toro song on a Marvel movie. Hopefully. Yeah. Let's make that happen. Yes. Let's make that happen, guys. Let's make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> Let people know where they can find you. So you can find my songs on any streaming platform. Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, um, YouTube. I, that's all the streaming platforms yeah. I know actually <laughs> at the top of my head but yeah anywhere you listen to music you could find my music um, social media I'm Calista Del Toro well thank you for coming through thank you for uh, having I'm looking me. forward to your new music video and your thank new music you. your new EP thank you and uh, all the things that you're gonna do and I'm looking forward to hearing your song on a Marvel movie thank you I know hopefully yeah. one day <laughs> yep. alright you guys thank you guys for watching we'll catch you guys on the next one peace bye